Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Housing Wire Daily examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the Housing Wire newsroom. Each afternoon, the HW Digital team provides our listeners with a deeper look into the stories that are helping move markets forward. Hosted and produced by Alcina Lloyd and Victoria Wickham. And now, here's our host. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today, you'll be listening to an exclusive interview that features Zillow's economist, Matthew Speakman. In this episode, Speakman discusses Zillow's recent report that indicates strong homebuyer demand drove home sales in October. But before we listen, here's a brief word on Housing Wire's newest podcast. They say money talks. So why can't we? HousingWire is thrilled to introduce its newest podcast, Girl Funds, a show where we give you our two cents on money. We love to talk with our girlfriends about everything, except our finances. We're here to bring money back into the conversation, hosted by me, Brenda Nath, along with our editor-in-chief, Sarah Wheeler. Be sure to join us every week starting this Wednesday for our girls' night focused on everything from how to pursue your dream of owning a home to affording your best friend's wedding. Each week, we'll have a special guest join us as we intertwine finance and friendship. Hello, Housing Wire listeners. Today, I'm joined by Zillow economist Matthew Speakman. Matthew, thanks for joining us today. Hey, Victoria. Thanks very much for having me. Well, I want to get started by discussing Zillow's recent report that states existing home sales continue to surge in October on the strength of buyer demand. The report, which uses data from the National Association of Realtors, indicates existing home sales rose to 6.85 million in October, climbing 4.3% from September and 26.6% from a year ago. What does this tell us about the current state of the housing market? Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. It's uh, another in a strong stretch of uh, of reports on the housing market. You know, the reports is strongest annual growth in more than a decade, um, best pace in, in overall existing sales since before uh, the Great Recession. So, um, yeah, it's just again, it's a reiteration that the housing market housing market activity is really strong, healthy. There's uh, elevated buyer demand and market competition for the few homes. That are listed on the market. So, um, you know, mortgage rates and other factors have enabled um, some people to to take the leap into the housing market and, and offered uh, more attractive buying conditions. Um, but overall, it's just a, a, an emphasis that the housing market has fared really well uh, throughout the pandemic, and that continues into the fall. Okay, well, let's discuss the nation's median existing home price, which according to your data rose 15.5% year over year to 313,000 this October. This is pretty interesting. As you mentioned in the report, it's the fastest annual rate of price appreciation since October 2005. Why did we see the significant price increase in October? Yeah, you're right. It's, uh, it's again, another one of these remarkable figures. 
Um, like you said, fastest annual pace in about 15 years. Um, but the truth is, you know, prices have actually been rising quite strongly for several months now and have had these uh, elevated or uh, upward pressures being placed upon them uh, for, a, for a while. Prices are, are notoriously sticky, um, as in they take a little longer to respond to market shifts uh, than many might expect. Um, but yeah, what's driving this is, is just this combination of elevated market demand, elevated demand from buyers, um, low inventory, and that's kind of manifesting itself in market competition. Homes are selling very quickly. You know, our data show that at the median, uh, homes are going under contract across the country in 13 days. That's two and a half weeks faster than the pace this time last year. Um, some markets, it's even faster than that. Uh, I think it's Cincinnati that homes are selling within six days, so less than a week in a lot of places. So, um, you know, there's just this heightened market competition. Uh, and that's partially because inventory is so low. Inventory is down 33% year over year. So um, this sort of heightened competition is leading to really quick sales and it's placing upward pressure on prices. And that's why we're seeing these significant increases like we saw in October. Data from Freddie Mac indicates mortgage rates fell to 2.72% last week, marking the 13th time this year rates have broken a record. And as we continue to see historically low mortgage rates and strong buyer demand, are you expecting this trend to continue going into 2021? Yeah, I'm going to use the, the term remarkable again, because it, it's another one of these uh, incredible series and, and um, developments that the housing market and housing adjacent figures have seen. Uh, throughout the pandemic. Um, and these low rates have, of course, have, of course, um, uh, really made it uh, at least more attractive, if not easier for a lot of people to, to enter the housing market and, and uh, buy their next home. Where rates go from here is difficult to say. It's always difficult to predict mortgage rates. You know, if I could do it, I'd, I'd uh, probably not be doing this. <laughs> but um, I think most of all, uh, we have to remember that the virus is calling the shots when it comes to interest rates and the broader economy. Right? Until there's a meaningful uh, development, meaningful progress on the, you know, the, the treatment, the containment, and, uh, and yeah, the mass development of, of a treatment and, and uh, uh, distribution across the country, um, the economy is not going to fully recover. Uh, and until that happens, you know, monetary policy is going to remain helpful, right? Mortgage or interest rates are going to remain low. The Fed has indicated that they're planning on doing so, uh, keeping rates where they are through 2021. And while the Fed doesn't directly set mortgage rates, uh, their policies, particularly their program of, of buying mortgage-based uh, mortgage-backed securities and other assets, uh, does have an effect on, on uh, mortgage rates. So without getting too weedsy, I think that, um, you know, while we might not see this continuation of record setting, record low mortgage rates week after week or month after, after month, like we've seen thus far, uh, I do believe that in the near term, rates are likely to remain low near their current levels. Um, that is, unless there is uh, you know, a widely successful vaccine, which there are some encouraging developments of late, um, but if, if uh, you know, a vaccine can be distributed throughout the country and people remain or, or become more confident in their ability to interact with the economy um, and the economy starts to improve at a faster rate, 
that's when we, I think we'll see mortgage rates increase. But until that happens, um, I think rates will remain low for the foreseeable future. And that should allow the housing market to uh, continue to hum along like it has uh, in recent months. According to the New York Times, over the past week, on average, there has been 171,376 new COVID-19 cases reported in the U.S. per day, representing an increase of 54% from the average two weeks earlier. With cases expected to continue rising across the country, how do you think the pandemic will impact the home buying choices of Americans in 2021? Yeah, uh, you know, the figures are, are staggering just hearing you read them out like that. And I know it's worsening every day. Um, how, how the pandemic and, and, you know, whether the spread will continue to impact, uh, the housing market, you know, first of all, I think we have to acknowledge, and I mentioned it earlier that the market has done very well throughout the pandemic, right? Despite this persistent uncertainty, um, worries about, about the, the, uh, the, the pandemic and, and health related factors, you know, and the reality is this low mortgage rate environment. That, is, that has happened as a result of all of this uh, has opened up some opportunities for many people to, uh, to interact with the market. Not for everyone, of course, but for many people, it's become actually a great time to buy a home, even as home prices are rising so quickly. Um, you know, also, I think a lot of the success of, of the housing market thus far through the pandemic can be attributed to uh, people's ability to use online tools like the ones Zillow offers to uh, search for homes, to even tour homes from a remote location and buy a home site unseen. Um, and it's great that we have these these tools and they're not going to go go away. We're continuing to develop more of them. So that should aid in, in people's ability to interact with the market, even as the pandemic worsens. Um, so again, I think it's difficult to say exactly in, in uh, you know, the longer term what the fate of the housing market uh, is due to the pandemic. It might, you know, a heightened spread of the virus might hinder people's willingness to sell their homes. We are seeing in some of our surveys that we conduct that you know, uncertainty is a term that comes up a lot in reasons why people are choosing not to sell their home. Um, and you know, there might be some challenges presented by some uh, programs that were put in place in the early days of the pandemic that are due to expire in the coming months and how those are handled going forward. Um, so there's a lot that remains to be seen. And, and of course we can get into the broader economy as well. Um, but I do think that these fundamentals that have driven such a strong performance in the housing market uh, in the last several months, things like low mortgage rates, people's desire to move, uh, willing or desire to, to seek out more space in their homes uh, and the tools that are available to them, uh, those aren't going to go away in the near term. And we expect, um, you know, sales volume to remain strong uh, into and through most of at least most of 2021. That's interesting. Well, before we go, Matthew, is there anything else that you'd like to add today? No, I, I think that covers it. I mean, we covered a, a number of different topics. Um you know, like I mentioned before, there's a lot that remains to be seen. And, and more than anything, the, the pandemic is going to call the shots as it comes to the, the broader market uh, recovery and in many ways, the housing market. Uh, but we've, what we've seen thus far from the housing market is that uh, people are eager to move, eager to buy, uh, and uh, that competition is, is manifesting itself in, in uh, pretty you know, record price increases. So um, 
yeah, we'll see what happens next, but I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing HousingWire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.